0: You're listening to episode 155 of the Room to Grow podcast. stories. that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the room to grow podcast. And this is the Saturday podcasting sort of slash business episode. And today we're going to be covering a topic that I hear about a lot when it comes to starting a podcast is monetizing. And how do you actually monetize on a podcast? So, I'm giving you a little bit of behind the scenes today of what you can do to actually make money off of your podcast because otherwise, it becomes a really expensive hobby. Um, not that it costs a ton of money to run a podcast necessarily, it, it can depending on how you do it, but there are ways to do it without you having to spend much on it. But it, it costs you your time too. And that ultimately is an energy that you are outputting that you do deserve to get paid for. So if you want to start a podcast for a hobby, fantastic. This episode might not be for you, but if you're looking to actually learn how to make money off of your podcast and how I teach uh, my students to monetize their podcast, then this is going to be a really great one to listen to. So really quick, I want to mention as well that the podcasting for impact course is now open for enrollment. And guys, (laughs) I'm so excited about this course. If you want to learn how to start the kind of podcast that gets people talking, this is what is going to be the key to that. And this takes you through everything. And if you're one of those people who has been saying that you're going to start a podcast for months or even years now, I want you to ask yourself, why haven't you made a move yet? You know, it might seem really overwhelming, like all the technical stuff, learning a whole new skill and, and it's pretty scary putting you and your message out there in a way that you previously managed to avoid. It's a whole new level. Of eyes on you and getting things out there and getting in front of people and as much as we say we want that that can be really scary as well but that's what this course is for is it's going to walk you through everything that you need to know not only all of the technical stuff that will take you from the very very beginning everything from doing um you know an entire brain dump basically on, on figuring out specifically what you want your podcast to be about and really establishing and pulling out what you want to cover and who your your ideal listeners would be. Everything from that all the way to things like monetizing and building your business around it and most importantly, building a podcast that will have a greater impact in the world because that to me is what is missing from some podcasts that I see out there and the podcasts that do really well are the ones that tend to put the focus on value and showing up with impact and having that deeper purpose behind what they're doing because otherwise it just keeps you playing small and when you lead with impact it's putting you on a whole different kind of leadership role and it is establishing you in a way that a lot of people never make it to so that's what this course is all about podcasting for impact is going to teach you how to take things to that next level and you even have the option of selecting the vip 101 option so that you get the entire course plus you get me you get all kinds of one-on-one time with me and i help you to really dig into what is going on with your podcast what you want it to look like helping your vision come to life and helping you establish something that is going to be amazing for the long term not just some quick fix. This is something that you can build your entire business around. So go to podcastingforimpact.com. Everything will be listed over there. It'll also be uh, be listed in the show notes for the course too, but podcastingforimpact.com is where all of the information and details are over there. Okay. So how to monetize a podcast. Most of the people that I work with it, usually do want to grow or expand their business or to build a business around their podcast. So that's why this is really important. And first, before we ever even go any further into this, I want you to ask yourself if podcasting is even for you. Uh, you can reference episode 119, uh, is podcasting really the new blogging? And the thing is, if, if you want to grow your business, if you want to expand your reach and visibility... Establish credibility and begin to place yourself as an expert in your field. Uh, Create deeper connections with listeners, guests, and peers, and have an even greater positive impact, then podcasting might be the very best avenue for you. However, for some people, podcasting won't be the right fit. And if you're unsure, you, you also might want to check out episode 137, Why You Shouldn't Start a Podcast. Because the thing is, there's no one size fits all approach and podcasting is a long game. I've said that before and I will continue to say that it is built over time over, you know, consistently showing up and building trust and connection with your people. And this is particularly true when it comes to monetizing a podcast. And the first thing that people usually ask me about when it comes to monetizing is ads and sponsorships. And they say, you know, like, how hard is it to get ads and, and sponsors and all that stuff? I want, to, I want to start off with some sponsors to cover costs, all of those things. Listen, that's, that's great. I get it. I, I understand wanting to do that. But there are downsides to this, okay? When you start focusing on, on ads and sponsors, um, especially first and foremost, sponsors typically want to see pretty significant download numbers before they'll even consider you. And sponsors can be a great supplement to your income, but I also would not advise going into podcasting 100% relying on sponsors, even if you already have a huge following already. So that's the thing. If, if you know, you're looking for huge download numbers, typically you need to also have a massive audience that you know that when you launch right off the bat, you're going to have a ton of, of people. And that's what those t- kinds of companies usually want to see. They're not always, sometimes, you know, there are particular, uh, places that you can reach out to who would be happy to, to work with you. You know, companies that you've maybe worked with in the past that you potentially even have more of a personal relationship with. That's fantastic. That's great. If you can set that up, amazing. Build that connection with them, you know, reach out to them personally, like make it personal, let them know why you really appreciate their product or service or whatever it is. You can talk to them about that. And what's the worst they're going to say? No right? So you have nothing to lose, then go for it. I just want to advise you that that's not something that you should necessarily be depending on and that it might not even necessarily be the right way for you to go. Because the thing is, is that even if you can get sponsors, which is amazing, don't be fooled into complacency. Because those types of things could be pulled at any time for a very wide variety of reasons. And you don't want to be putting your entire source of revenue into the hands of someone else to determine. And I have similar advice when it comes to things like advertisements. And if you do choose to go this route, just make damn sure that the products and services you're aligning with are well suited to your brand. And that they're things that your people would actually be likely to want or use. Like that those things are solving a problem that your people might be having. And this is part of the many ways that you build trust, which is the biggest piece in determining whether or not people will buy from you when you eventually make the ask, because that trust is sacred. And if you send people towards, you know, other, other coaches or other, other people or products that aren't so great, or they aren't, they simply just aren't a great fit for your audience, then you're going to have a trust problem. And that's really, really important to remember. So you can reference episode 128, uh, protecting your brand and why trust is a must with your audience as well, because that trust is what is going to keep people coming, not only coming back to you every week to listen, but that trust is going to be what, what convinces people that you are the person that they want to buy from or to buy with when the time comes. And if you don't maintain and nurture that trust, you're going to have a really big issue. And you'll have a really hard time monetizing at all. So when it comes to things like ads and sponsorships, in my opinion, you need to have more control over your main revenue streams. You know, supplement your income with sponsors or advertisements if you can get them. Amazing. But do not rely on them 100% as your main source of income. Okay? What I prefer to teach is to send people towards your own business because you need to be sending people towards your own shit if you plan on making this into a sustainable business long term. So this can include a wide, wide variety of things. Everything from you know email list, uh, your own offerings, courses, webinars, coaching packages. There are so many different ways that you can end up building your business around a podcast and this is how you're going to be able to monetize. So first and foremost, get them on your email list and this will have its own episode uh, about building an email list because I know how confusing it can be and how overwhelming it can seem. Um, So this will definitely have its own episode, but I've been getting so many requests about the monetizing a podcast that I wanted to, to get this one Out for all the people who've been waiting to hear about this one. (laughs) So building your email list will have its own episode but basically what you want to do is you want to offer people an invitation to hear from you on a regular basis and popping right into their inbox so that they they can't miss it. Whereas with social media not only is that owned by someone else, usually Mark Zuckerberg, um, (laughs) in most cases anyway, but A lot of times, we all know with the algorithm, a lot of times we just don't get in front of the eyes that we want to be getting in front of all the time. So what we want to do is to have a little bit more control over that. And the best way to do that is to start your own email list because then people are coming to you going, Hey, I really want to hear from Emily. And this is a way to guarantee that I will hear from Emily, that she'll be popping up in my inbox. So get them on your email list. And basically, you want to offer people an invitation to hear from you on a regular basis. So give them something that will make it worth their while. Like, you know, using some sort of lead magnet, like a PDF or download uh, video series, access to unreleased podcast episodes, uh, training of some kind. Tie it in with what you do and what you eventually want to offer them to purchase. And you want to make it as easy as possible for them to sign up. So put the link right in the show notes or have a specific and super easy URL to send them to so that the listeners don't have to put a ton of time and effort into joining. Make this as simple as possible. Make it as simple as possible. Something else that you can do too is let them know about what you have coming up. Let your people know. So drop hints about big announcements or major things that are dropping and, and use that opportunity to invite them to join your email list, to be the first to know what's coming too. And it kind of builds hype and it gets people curious and excited. Like, Ooh, like what was coming down the line? And I, I want to be the first to know about that. <laughs> you know, I, I listen, I listen to this person every week and I, I really love hearing what they have to say. So I can't wait to hear what they're coming out with. You know, it builds that excitement and that's important. You can invite your listeners to a live training on a podcast. Or, you know, a webinar or a masterclass you might be offering, which will, again, also add them to your email list. Because when you invite them to that training, you're going to have to send them the link about where to access the training, too. So, again, you're getting people on your email list. You can also build out podcast episodes well in advance around and build them around launches of, you know, your course or coaching packages you might offer. So that that theme all ties together in a really natural way as well. And listen to what people are asking for more of. What episodes are most popular? What are people struggling with the most? Which episodes do you get the most feedback about or field a huge number of questions around? What are people struggling with that that they need help with and that they need your help with? What can you help them with? Because here's the thing about monetizing, you're doing people a disservice if you're expecting them to radically change something that they're doing solely because of a podcast episode. Because many times the transformation is in the transaction. One of my coaches, James Webmore, always says that and I've, I've brought it up on this podcast before because I think it's incredibly valuable. The transformation is in the transaction. And a lot of times we tend to be in a cycle of constantly learning but then not actually doing anything with or applying that information and it gets us nowhere. You can listen to more about that in episode 152 about switching from being a consumer to a creator and because a lot of us are so bombarded with information all day every day and we listen to podcast episodes all the time and and those things are amazing you know social media posts and The news and and TV and all of these things are coming at us constantly in a way that it never has before. But if we're doing all of those things and we're hearing all of that information, but we're never actually doing anything with it or applying it, it's not doing as much good. We aren't actually learning anything. Whereas when you have a paid offering, people pay attention because there's money on the line. Plus paid coaching or a course that you offer allows you to go so much deeper with people. There are all kinds of things that I teach about podcasting, for example, uh, that I, I simply can't cover in a podcast episode. It's just impossible. So show up with so much value that the people listening think, holy shit, if she gives this much away for free, what the hell am I getting in the course? Like, that would be amazing. If I'm getting this much stuff for free, she must be giving incredible value if I actually pay her for something like don't spend your time worrying about holding back the value of something in a podcast because it's free show up with a ton of value because people are giving you their valuable time and they're going to come to you first when they're ready to buy because you've proven yourself that that you already offer so much And you're going to be the first person that they think of because they're going to remember how much value you've given them in everything else that you do. So they know that you work hard, that you are going to to come out with some pretty incredible stuff that they'll be able to put to amazing use when they actually purchase from you. Another side of monetizing is affiliate links. And again, this sort of deserves its own episode. Um, just because there's so many different and and complex directions that you can take this, but I want to give you a bit of a introduction to affiliate links and how you can use that in conjunction with podcasting. So what affiliating means basically is that you're, you're selling someone else's courses or products, and then you receive a percentage yourself. So this is usually done through using unique links, like unique to you. Um, and the thing is, is that what I always say about affiliation as well is that, you do have to really love and stand behind what you're sending people towards though because again this is a huge trust factor. You you really people are depending on your word in this case. And you have to make sure that you're really holding that sacred and and that you're really maintaining that trust with your people. So if you're selling someone else's course, for example, Usually the average percentage given to you would be anywhere between 30 to 50% of the price charged. Depends on the person and the affiliate program. Um, It it can vary, but usually that's kind of like the average. But you have to believe in what you're offering. There are actually a ton of people who won't even allow you to be an affiliate until you've gone through your course themselves. And I personally prefer that strategy because then you can truly speak to what's contained within it. And and people can smell bullshit, right? Like... you, you need to be able to speak about this course that you're offering, someone else's course that you're offering, with the passion that, that only comes with truly believing in it and knowing what it is that you are sending people towards. And in order to do that, you need to have gone through it yourself. So I think that that's really, really important. Something else that you can do uh, here kind of in conjunction with Affiliating for someone's course, things like pre-seeding strategies. So what that basically means is that you're you're kind of planting the seeds. You're you're starting to drop hints well before the launch of someone else's product, course, or service that you're going to be involved with. And all of this requires planning in advance. So mapping out a launch calendar, coordinating with the person or people that you're affiliating for, and once again, bringing value to the table, because you need to come up with your own shit that will work in, in conjunction with whatever you're affiliating for and don't just throw people towards someone's course and expect them to buy either it's going to take effort and energy and showing them how valuable it is why it changed something for you and why it will help them with a problem that they're having you can share stories or examples around a particular service or product that you used that had amazing results too that's really really powerful And then there's other kinds of affiliating. So things like Amazon links. Most of us are familiar with this type of thing. You can, uh, you know, you you sign up, you have to register with Amazon, you set up an account, and then you use the links that are created specifically for your account for each product, and you can hyperlink them on your website. Um, So you can even have, you know, maybe a page of resources or products that you love. Or if you reference specific things in podcast episodes, then you can list those in the show notes on your website. So all of this can happen on, on your website. Um, skim links is a little bit easier to use in my opinion, my personal opinion. Uh, I will list that in the, the show notes as well. I personally don't use it much. Um, because I, I simply just don't talk about a ton of products on this podcast, but it, if you are going to use something like that, it pays a slightly higher percentage than Amazon. And it seems to be just the, the end interface to me seems a little bit more intuitive to use. Um, I, I just, I prefer it for for several different reasons, but it's whatever you you want to uh, build into your business. But the one thing that I will say, beware that you do need to have some legal language on your website around this type of thing when you are using these these kinds of uh links and, and stuff, like especially Amazon in particular. Um, especially Amazon, or they can kick you out of the program. So you have to make sure that you are doing your, your due diligence and your research on that to make sure that you have all of your, your T's crossed and your I's dotted. Let's put it that way. Uh, something else that you can do to affiliate, you can also offer discount codes so you can get in touch with the company of products that you especially love and appreciate and inquire if maybe they'll be willing to give you a discount code to offer to your people. So this usually means that you'll either also get some sort of kickback Or that you'll get a percentage off the next time you purchase whatever product it is based on how many people used your discount code as well. So this is just kind of like skimming the surface of some of the various things that you can do to start monetizing your podcast. And the thing is with with my podcasting for impact course, one of my favorite parts of working with people one-on-one under that VIP option is to help them build their business around and with the podcast. And to use the podcast to leverage their other offerings or to leverage new offerings that we then come up with together to show up with so much value that people can't wait to work with them. And this is where monetizing your podcast can be not only incredibly powerful, but to help you have an even bigger impact. (laughs) So not only are you building out your podcast with all kinds of impact, but you can change people's lives when you When you offer something like a paid course that solves a problem that somebody is having because that transformation is in the transaction and when there's money on the line you sit up and take notice your people sit up and take notice and when they've actually put down their credit card to pay for something that's when they're going to take the most action and to learn the most and to put in the most effort and that is where the biggest impact happens so Don't ever feel guilty about things like monetizing your podcast, because if you're showing up with a ton of value, you, you do deserve to be paid for your time and people want to learn from you. More importantly, they're showing up to listen to you once, twice, three times a week. They obviously want to learn more. So give them a way to learn more, allow them to work with you. There are so many different ways that you can make that happen. And, and today's is just basically skimming the surface. But that's why I love working with people one-on-one is helping them really establish something specific to them, their business, and their lifestyle that will work to help them to build out their podcast, build out their business, and help them to monetize as well. So don't forget, Podcasting for Impact course is open for enrollment. You can go over to podcastingforimpact.com. All the information is over there, and we'll be back on Tuesday.